The dork you grew up with on radio for 40 years is now in a tidy digital place. Doc on Demand, where you pick the topics, then you be on the dang podcast. Live now in the Eagle app. It is uh, Doc on Demand again, special buddy. Uh, I say guest. <laughs> I grew up with you, Jay Thorpe of Hannibal. Uh, Jay's uh, coming in here to hang out with us a while. He and I were uh, talking amongst ourselves about some of the, the iconic shows in the Hannibal Riverfront Amphitheater back in the day. And, uh, you may you may have even seen us share these pictures on Facebook, but Jay was one of the guys that brought up some of those uh, those posters from that era. So Jay, explain. Well, first of all, for somebody that doesn't know you like I do, explain some of your background. Well, I was born and raised in Hannibal. Went to school with you and several other people. Uh, I've lived in this area most of my life, except for a year and a half when I moved away after high school, and then I came back. Uh, I work out at General Mills. Been there about thirty five years. Have always liked music. Uh, it's a way to kind of tune out and tune in and enjoy things in life and if you've had a bad day you can play a song and it can turn your day around and you know just if it's the song you like it just gives you a feeling and so you know i just like music i've never played an instrument but i've just always i had an older brother that played guitar and uh, i got turned on to music by him which i was very fortunate and so here i am and you know i'm glad you're back and i'm glad that hannibal had the concerts that they did back in the day and quincy had the concerts they did back in the day and wish we could have more of them well you have some experiences uh that not a lot of people had during that era that i want to do a deep dive on here in a little bit but jay and i were talking about uh how this really got started with uh, sam and dave back in 1985 they played a big hannibal celebration what were you there was the city celebrating back then you remember the sesquicentennial sesquicentennial right and then after that i remember the first big artist that I can recall was Air Supply when they came to town. Now, I'm not a big Air Supply fan, but, you know, you got to admit, at that time, those guys were famous, and it was kind of wild that Hannibal would have an artist like that. So when you said you moved away, you came back uh, right after the 1986 concert season had ended. So the 1987 season was when you you kind of, you know, started going to the shows again, right? Yes, I found out about the RPA, which was the Riverfront Progress Association that put the shows on, and you could buy a membership, and it would guarantee you seats in a reserved area, and you still had to pay the face value of your ticket, but your seats were there waiting on you when you got there in like a roped-off area. And so I gladly paid the fee and joined the RPA, and the first show I went to was Rat and Poison in uh, 87. And it was a good time. And it just continued on from then and uh, got to see a lot of good bands in Hannibal. And I wished maybe that the stage would have been directed towards the river and maybe we'd still be having them today. Yeah. But it's still a time in my life that I'll never forget. And I'm glad that we had it. Yeah. Well, if you if you weren't old enough to remember that era, uh, the stage was literally quite. It was right there by the river, and then they had you know the seating area was out was obviously out front. Uh, that stage ended up becoming kind of a problem for some artists. I think it was uh, it was Amy Grant. You also said Ario Speedwagon had the same issue where bugs would fly down the throat of the singers on stage, especially when it's at night and the lights are on. And you're down by the river, right? There's a certain time of year also where they have these things, I believe they're called mayflies. And when REO Speedwagon played, I believe it was mayflies that were flying all around and they were trying to dodge those. And there was only a few times that I remember those being a problem, but it did happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I remember the 1987 Rat Poison show was the first really big rock show that I remember, and that was that was really epic because that was when Poison really was starting to become, you know, they were becoming superstars. And um, uh, look what the cat dragged in was all, you know, they were they were already big on MTV with Talk Dirty to Me and and the songs off that album. Um, and Rat, of course, you know, had round and round in '84, so they were they were a legendary band already. The '80s heavy metal stuff. Um, but you were telling me some stories about the Great White Tesla show <laughs> that you had. You had uh, you had backstage access to uh, to some of the bands that other people didn't. Well, when we went to see uh, Great White and Night Ranger, the rumor was that the, that they were staying out the old Hannibal Holiday Inn. And after the show, we drove out there, and sure enough, there were tour buses, and we just happened to walk in side door of the hotel, and there's Great White with their hotel room doors open drinking beer and socializing with people so turned out to be a good time got to hang out with those guys and and spend a pretty memorable evening you know having fun with those guys yeah michael lardy uh the keyboardist of great white back in that era uh you said you actually were the the driver for michael to uh, to go to hardy's right yeah he uh asked me uh, somebody had told him that Hardy's was about a block or two away, and I said, no, it's closer to about three miles away. And he acted disappointed, and I asked him <laughs> what was wrong, and he said he was hungry. And I said, well, I'm with a couple girls, and we got a car. I said, I'd be willing to drive you there. And he said, you would? And I said, sure. And so I drove him down to Hardy's down there at MM and 61, and he went in and got him a mushroom and Swiss burger, if I remember correctly. And uh, we left there and went over to the gas station and got some beer and went back to the hotel and continued to park party on yeah so of those what how many do if you kept count how many Hannibal Riverfront amphitheater shows did you make it to eventually do you know if I had to guess probably 10 uh I know you know I went to a lot of the ones that appealed to me and I when I got my tickets uh from being an RPA member you didn't have to take each show but I usually had friends that wanted to sit close when the Nelson twins came I didn't care to see them but my wife and a friend wanted to see them and so I just let them take the tickets and go stuff similar to that but uh, I remember going to the George Thorogood show and it was outside and I was young and I didn't wear any earplugs or anything and that was the first show I ever went to where my ears rang and they rang for a day and a half after that show yeah there's a reason for that if you don't know the backstory well Hannibal has a noise ordinance and that was one of the big contentious things back between those shows and some of the promoters that put on shows there in the city of Hannibal. And I remember the story that I heard from the promoter of that show said they told George Thorogood about the noise ordinance. And George Thorogood basically did a hold my beer moment of, oh, so there's a noise ordinance. They don't want me to play so too loud, huh? So he took it to another level, which probably <laughs> led to maybe some eardrum damage for you as a youth. I got to meet him about Four years ago, over in Champaign, Illinois, uh, I joined his fan club, and they draw uh, people at random to get backstage passes to meet him, and I got picked for that show. And uh, I told him the first time my ears ever rang at a concert was from him, and he grinned from ear to ear. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't tell him where, but, uh, you know, I just told him, you know, that his show was one of the loudest I ever attended, and he, he liked it, and he liked the attention. So Yeah, well, we've got we've got a complete list of all of the shows that hand, happened during that era. Uh, we did that, actually, uh, last year in the Eagle app. You can do, in fact, we'll make sure we get a link to it um, uh, on our socials. You can uh, go check it out if you haven't seen it already. The, I believe the last show that happened in Hannibal was another one you were at, which was Skid Row and Pantera. You were you were at that show, right? Yes, I was at that show. Uh, 
I was in the fourth row, and by the time Pantera got done playing and Skid Row started, I'd pretty much worked my way up towards the front. In fact, I ended up with a Dimebag Daryl guitar pick, and Dimebag Daryl's no longer with us, so that's one of my rock and roll mementos that I'm glad I have. Yeah. Well, both you and I remember that era fondly. Like I said, I think I, I might have been, uh, we were both in Hannibal High School. I graduated in 84, and you graduated what year? 85. 85. I, I figured you, I thought you were just a year behind me. But uh, we, that was like, that was about as good as it got for us, right? Because um, I remember I was on 99Q during that era, and we were like the presenting station for almost all those shows. So so we all had so many unique experiences. And, and I think a lot of people forget just how you know, as the years went on, it became kind of like expected there were going to be new shows, right? And towards the end, the I remember the attendance was way down on some of those those final Hannibal Riverfront Amphitheater shows. Yeah, I think some of them towards the end, it did dwindle off a little bit. Um, we were lucky that we had them. And I, I still, we talked earlier, I still remember the Quincy College shows. And I think, you know, those kind of maybe helped pave the way for us to have shows in Hannibal showing that, you know, if bands came to this area that they could be supported. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you, you told me what your first concert you ever went to was Super Jam in St. Louis, right? Super Jam 1980. Uh, I was the summer between sixth and seventh grade. I was 13 years old. I got to see uh, April Wine, Shooting Star, Judas Priest, Sammy Hagar, and the original Journey with Steve Perry. And it was a good show. Yeah. Well, Jay Thorpe, uh, we appreciate you so much much man um again hopefully you've seen the pictures we'll make sure we include them as well on the eagle app of the some of the the concert posters that you you were kind enough to have reprinted off for us from back in that era i know that rat poisons the skid row pantera george they're a good cheap trick because uh, they were here on the lap of luxury tour i think it was in like 87 88 something like that um we appreciate you so much man and uh and we if, if nothing else we've got the memories right heck yeah doc on demand no rules no rails. No kidding. Now in the 100.9 Eagle app, you've been warned.